0: I'm Kate. And I'm Jessie, And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. People were like, yeah, that's great. But like, where's
1: your shirt from? Or where's this from? And I was like, oh, OK. And then, you know, the evolution of switching to outfits. And then I realized, you know what? If people are asking, they're curious.
2: Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews.
0: And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 53. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We would really love to know what you think.
2: For today's episode, we're chatting about how you can make a living using affiliate marketing, something I'm very interested to hear about. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking today?
0: got some um boda box wine kind of back on the boda box kick oh my uh, goodness! the Moscato it's very sweet um if you're like a sweet if you don't like sweet wine or a sweet Moscato I mean Moscato is generally sweet um then you probably won't like it but it's really <laughs> ringing it's endorsement. really it's really good it does it does sound absolutely delicious it's so easy just open up the fridge you grab the glass you click you push the little pour button and you're done I'm still
2: kind of on my getting over the holidays kick even almost a month later because I'm just and just ate and drank way too much
0: mm-hmm. I love <laughs> so it. I'm, I love I'm
2: sticking it. with water I'm sticking mm. with water mm-hmm. today um you know which isn't as much fun as as your boda box you'll have to I'll live through you today okay yeah mostly. I'll tell you I'll like keep
0: telling you how
2: well many... and also I really I really wanted to stay on my best for this episode because I was very excited to talk with Gretchen Adams of Living Life Pretty, and she shared with us how she makes a living through affiliate marketing. Gretchen Adams is a blogger and the creator of Living Life Pretty. After having her son, she turned to Instagram as a creative outlet and now uses the platform to help middle-aged women and moms find figure flattering and affordable fashion, all while earning money through affiliate marketing. Gretchen, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thanks for
2: having me. We are so excited. I know I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in our little pre-show talk, I told you I've been a fan of yours for a very long time following your Instagram journey um, from when you just had the first son. Yes. To now having three kids?
1: Three. Three
2: kids. I'm yeah. Done. Yes. That's you're d- you're done. You're <laughs> done. <laughs> I, that's, that is a lot of children. <laughs> I Say you do very well. Well, this is cocktails and content creation. So we must start off with what are you drinking today?
1: Coffee. Always
2: coffee. <laughs> is that also, Starbucks
1: coffee? I do the Nespresso. Oh. Sometimes if I'm alone and I don't have the kids, I'll venture out. But you
0: know, with children, anything that's in the home makes it a little bit easier. Just that much easier. <laughs> so do you use like the Nespresso brand or can you use can you use any sort of coffee with it too? Is it like a Keurig? Yeah. It's like, it's they're like pods and I do the
1: Nespresso peppermint. I stock up. So it's seasonal. And I'm like, I buy the stock It's my
0: favorite. <laughs> oh, interesting. Peppermint. I know. I'm kind of like bored with the Keurig. I'm like, I think I need to switch it up.
2: Try the Nespresso. <laughs> it's like okay. at home. Oh yeah. <sighs> mm, That's so awesome. Good. Well, Gretchen, as I said, I, I've been a fan, but for those of you who may not know about Living Life Pretty and you... Tell us a little bit about your journey and what it is that you do. Well, um, so
1: originally my son started kindergarten. So I said, geez, I need to create about what I was doing. Bridal makeup um, here and there. And I had a real interest in beauty products. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start sharing what I love. I was big into watching YouTube at the time. That was like the big thing. And I was going to share beauty products. And then I was sharing things and noticed people were like, yeah, that's great. But like, where's your shirt from? Or where's this from? And I was like, oh, okay. And then, you know, the evolution of having to show my face and switching to outfits. And then I realized, you know what, if people are asking, they're curious, they want to know, how do you feel confident as a mom? How do you dress for a mom? Um, You don't need to spend tons of money to look and feel your best. And I was like, geez, I want to share what I know. And it just kind of created this community and we, they helped me, I helped them. And it's just grown into this space that is now my full-time job. And I love every minute of it.
0: How long have you been doing this then? So what's the time? What's the timeline?
1: I want to say March of 2016 was when I um, bought my blog. Well, my, you know, hosting and started sharing my first blog post. Oh, okay.
0: So that's, that's not that long. And with yeah. your, um, your Instagram was kind of, was it like simultaneously you started to kind of grow it at the same time in that timeframe? Exactly. Because you, you have quite the following. Thank yeah. you.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, I feel like it's slow and steady, but I feel like not focusing on numbers and focusing on the community is what it's really about. And I feel so fortunate that I have such an amazing group of women that support me and follow along.
2: We hear that a lot that when people don't pay attention to the numbers when they do focus more on creating that, that sense of community and, and they create almost like a lawyer, loyal follower ship. I don't know if that's a word, but that will work for a, that. I know, um, what I mean. yeah, Okay. <laughs> that's good. You know, it, they, they do, they find that that number seem to grow without even technically trying. Mm-hmm. Um, now you don't, as you said, you don't just give style tips you and share fashion finds. You also do a great job at balancing that with giving your followers kind of a sneak peek at your real life. Has that always been an important part of your, you know, brand? And do you think that's part of what's kind of fostered that community?
1: 100%. I am, I wouldn't say I'm an outspoken person, but I really try to be as real as I am to the people I see face-to-face as I am to the people that follow me on Instagram. Like I want them to feel like they are connected to me, that I'm relatable. I want them to feel like they know me. And I really, by sharing tidbits of my life, I noticed that that's where the relationships formed because I love that people reach out and say, oh my gosh, I totally feel you on that. Or that's so relatable. Or my child does this too. And that's what it's really all about for me is the connections.
2: Oh and you know it's funny that you talk about like being relatable every time you post something that you're like you an outfit and I'm I go to like to know it and it's always something that's affordable yet looks like a million bucks. You do such a great job of finding think, like And I I love that. Now, yeah. It's just being, it's just amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, well being being relatable I think is really um, you know, a tactic that a lot of people use to to really as you mentioned, like build that community. I think having a mix of like that, that real life and those relatable moments, you know, sprinkled in that, you know, along with the valuable content, you know, like they, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that come to you because they're like, they're like, I want to know, yeah, where you got that shirt and where you got those earrings or where you got those shoes. But then like being able to step back and see how it actually like weaves into your real life and like what that looks like. I think that's like, I don't know, I I see a lot of, um, like, influencers, like, that can do a really good job with that, um, kind of weaving it, weaving it in in creative ways.
1: And I think for me, as someone who started on the platform, because I was inspired by other people, I kind of paid attention to what drew me to them. And being relatable was the most important thing. Waking up, what are they up to this morning, or things like that. Because I feel like, I mean, being a mom when if you're not saying you're tired or you're run down, or you're, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're doing, but I am not on that
2: level. <laughs> uh, my my two year old, two and a half year old, just recently started saying like she'll list start listing things out, and one of the things lately is, "Mama tired." Like, yes, mama's tired. <laughs> Dada tired? Yes, Dada's tired. Everybody's tired except for my daughter. She I'm like, how yeah. oh, is Ariel tired? No. Oh, no. I love that name. So I, thanks. Thank you. Um, so you know what? I just have a quick follow-up because Jesse mentioned influencer. And I'm always curious to know what do you call like, what do you call yourself when, when people ask you, what do you do? Are you an influencer? Are you a blogger, content creator? What what do you call yourself?
1: So this is so funny. So when beginning, I would call myself a blogger. I almost wish I could ask my my dad this because my family has no idea what I do.
0: So when I, I know, <laughs> um, neither does mine. And I clearly have a camera and I go out and I shoot and he's like, I don't know what you do. Yeah,
1: exactly. So mm-hmm. I know people refer to me, oh, she's a blogger. Like sometimes when I go to dinner, I hear them say, oh my God, I follow you. Like that's the blogger. I probably say I'm an influencer um, okay. for the most part, but yeah, I don't really know what my job script title is, clearly, either.
2: It's, it's it's a it's a weird place to be in. It's, I love those, like, six-tile things where it's, like, what my friends think I do, what my parents think I do, what society <laughs> I thinks I do, what I actually do. Yeah, I feel like that that's definitely one of those things that fits that into that. That sums it Just, up. Yep, that sums it up. Well, before we get further into our conversation, what is affiliate marketing? So
1: affiliate marketing is, like, Generally, um, working for brands to promote things, and you get paid through a commission.
2: That's that's isn't that simple? And it's so funny because so many people are very confused about what that is. Now, do you with affiliate marketing for your brand, Living Life Pretty, do you go? We talked about a little bit about like to know it or reward style, whatever it's going by these days. So, that's one of your main things. Do you have any other affiliate marketing that you You work for? Is it just for them?
1: through brands will have ones that I will sign up for. But I will say, if you are new to this, if you're wanting to get into it, like to know it, reward style is without a doubt, the best affiliate marketing um, resource out there.
0: So for someone who like, I, I'm like very new to this, and I don't even really know what Reward Style is, or like to know it. Like, what is? Can you just break that down? How it ties yeah. back to like brands? Like, do brands? Do you find brands through those platforms to work with? Is that so?
1: What makes Reward Style, and I believe they recently rebranded to just Reward Style, um, is you don't need to work with individual brands. So when you become a member of Reward Style, which it is, and you get accepted into it, but you know a little bit of consistency and showing up, you'll have that opportunity. Um, You can create links to so many retailers. So you're not kind of stuck in a box as to these are your options. There is so many amazing brands um, from home decor to Walmart, to Target, to Old Navy that you can really personalize what you want to share and earn commission on, um, which makes me very happy. And also I think makes it stand out.
2: I would totally agree with that because it does allow you to kind of go. I mean, let's face it, do you, you wear an outfit that's all head to toe one brand? Not usually. I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and the same thing with your house. You don't necessarily deck I mean, granted I love Target. Love Target, but not yeah. everything is from Target and yeah. not everything is from Home Goods and all those. You know, but it is so much more than posting pictures of outfits. With links, can you kind of share with us a day in your life creating content for these affiliate marketing opportunities? I mean, how many times a day and how many places are you posting? Is there a strategy that you have? So, for me, so I always do one Instagram post a day. Everything I
1: wear is linked into LTK. That's usually content I've created um, on the weekend, you know, a few days before, however. Um, and then I use LTK. So, What I also love about, sorry, I got to get the straight reward style is the analytics um, and that it's a self-standing app. So although I have a lot of followers and traffic on Instagram, I get, I believe last time I checked, 97% of my sales come from the actual app. Oh, wow. Um, So I will do my Instagram photo and then I sometimes, um, my goal daily is to upload at least five to 10 images in reward style. I'll cycle through what are top shopped and reshare those. I will then take those links into Pinterest as well as my Facebook page.
2: That's really impressive. So you're sharing at least five images in in the reward style app every day. Because of course, for those who don't know, you can be a member of reward style without being an influencer. You can't like share your own stuff, but like you can follow people like Gretchen living and, and that's yours is at living life pretty, right? It and, is, yeah. yeah. So you can follow people. You don't, you're just not sharing your own stuff. Um, so the she was talking about like
0: the ap- application process. Interesting. So you, so it's an app that you go to, you sign up, mm-hmm. you're able to, are you able to pick the, Brands like, okay, if you are wearing something from Target, like you can grab the, the link from through like rewards style.
1: Exactly. So you'll use the link ninja and you can create links. I mean, mm. any, I've never really run into a problem where the brand I was hoping to promote um, wasn't available through reward style.
0: Yeah. And, and then how long, outlet. how long are those links good for? I, I The one thing I do know about affiliate marketing is like the link, the cookie. That's a, tied to Probably that. So if someone goes to your link, how long does it stay active for? Um, so here's
1: the, so I believe through Instagram, when you're leaving the app, I believe you, um, they have, I want to say 10 minutes to check out. However, in the LTK app, I believe it's up over two hours.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. So it's kind of a short window though,
1: in general. Yeah. It seems. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't quote yeah. me on that, but yeah. it's definitely longer. Um, yeah. Yeah. It makes sense
2: because there's a lot of like Facebook groups for people who are like to are reward style members Mm -hmm. who share and they're like, why am I, I'm seeing these clicks. Why am I not seeing these commissions? And Mm. it might just be that somebody clicked through and they bought it, but maybe it wasn't within that window that you're talking about. Okay.
1: All right. And I also, I also love, so if I share something on target, they can purchase anything from that retailer, as long as they're within the cookies and you will get commission for that item. So
0: it doesn't have to be specifically the item that you linked up. They can go like, Oh, I liked your shirt. Click on that link, but Ooh, these shoes, I'm going to buy these and you still get a commission.
2: Mm -hmm. That's actually good. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. So when, so do you, I know a lot of bloggers and influencers will kind of batch their content. Like maybe they'll go out and, grab three four five outfits right and head out and grab a, a bunch of shots and of course you know we won't share where you live but you live in a very beautiful area a lot of great places to shoot um do you, is that something that you do or is it I mean you have the kids yeah. so it's like that makes more sense to me personally but maybe you know so back in the day I
1: was all over the place I would get ready every day I would go out I'd find the location which back when I started this like to take one photo was an all-day affair. However, I've kind of narrowed down my location, my pose, my, you know, so it's much quicker. But I pretty much try to do every other Saturday. I try to go out and do at least seven photos. And it's so funny, my friend who was with me for the first time, because I use a, don't really use a professional photographer. Um, oh, wow. And... She was like he was like I expected you to come out with all these like pressed clothes on hangers and I was like duffel bags and like thrown it in the back and I was just
2: like, we're just gonna do this like
1: we're gonna get talk this about done.
2: relatable right there yes <laughs> so wow so and then with the kids now involved in your you know involved in some of your stuff like you know we talked about this a little bit beforehand but how how do they deal with like getting involved
1: well I actually, after, um, this is done. We have to go. Out. I to do my last campaign of the year with the little ones. And let me tell you, I'll stress about it all afternoon. It's all about nap time, making sure they don't eat in the car. It is like an all day thing. Um, I really now, especially, so my older son who is 10, he's kind of said, you know what, mom? Yeah, no, I'm kind of done with the photos. And I respect mm-hmm. that completely. The little ones, it all depends on their mood. And when they say they've had enough, I, you know, I'm like, well, we got what we got and let's hope it worked.
2: (laughs) I, you know what, good for you and respecting his decision on that. Cause I know a lot of people that'll still be like, no, you're going to get this shot. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. really good. Um, now you said that you've made this your, your full-time thing. So Ken, I mean, you take this to the max with the, with, you know, five posts a day, at least getting all those shots can a blogger or an influencer actually like make a live a a feasible living off of affiliate marketing? Is this something that can be done? I
1: think 100%. I think that what makes it so amazing is you get back what you put in and there's really no ceiling. Um, not to talk like numbers, but for instance, reward style when I first started, you would get, you get your payout every two weeks Mm -hmm. and you would get your payout when you hit a hundred dollars. And I remember, back many years ago, waiting to hit that $100. And I mean, it's just crazy to me just see the growth. It took I mean, me I, forever. I can over that in a day. And it's just crazy to think that oh, wow. what I would wait for so much, you know, like, gosh, and it would feel so good. You just, yeah. So
2: you're, um, so you're getting that payout every, every two weeks. Wow. Yeah.
0: And most of your income right now comes directly through that, like reward styles. You, you said that that's kind of like your biggest, that is
2: without a doubt, my
1: most steady, um, income. I do feel very fortunate because I do work with a lot of amazing brands and my campaigns. Um, but you know, I kind of gauge that as extra because I don't, mm. know. but I will say reward style when you show them, you know, that you're driving sales and that you're consistent they actually will reach out for collaborations through the app itself. So I've gotten tons of Holiday, Walmart, all those through the reward style. So it's a reward. It's from not only working hard on your affiliate, you get rewarded through collaborations with amazing brands. So it's a win-win.
2: Now, is that the brand actually reaching out to you through reward style? Or is that reward style saying, hey, we've got this opportunity and this is somebody who we really want to do it? So I
1: believe what happens is um, reward style, you have a rep and they have Walmart will say, I need this many people for this campaign. And then they'll say, okay, these are the girls I have. And they'll send out an offer and you can accept or deny it. Um, And I've never had an issue. They were always oh. within my rate. And I'm very happy about
2: that. And then that's, so that's the other thing is, so it's, it's, they actually come to you with like a, a rate that you're. Yeah, beyond like the commission that you usually Absolutely. make with rewards. This is wow. like a set
1: rate um where you'll have deliverables such as one Instagram post. So like one- your regular
2: collaboration with exactly. a brand. Exactly. Has a brand ever seen something that you've done that maybe isn't even a part of reward style or, you know, wasn't at the time and is like seen the great work that you produce and has reached out to you like via your email or something?
1: Yes. I okay. see um I feel very fortunate for some of the brands I have, and I don't know if it's from getting in kind of before, I mean, I might've even started before 2016, but getting in early, I feel like I was able to kind of establish maybe a name and I do see similar names come up on email. So I feel like a lot of the brands now have an affiliate, um, not an affiliate, but a marketing budget. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of like, I'm like, I've. Talked to her before, and it was through a different brand, so I feel lucky in that sense. um And I do; I, I enjoy creating content, so I think it shows for the most part, and brands mm-hmm. see that. So,
0: so you've got so you've got the reward style. So you put together an outfit, you go out, you do your thing, like you get the photos, and you're linking up. You're basically promoting this on Instagram. You said so you have like your post that will link back to the reward style links, and then Pinterest. Is that, yeah. and then you, and then you do your blog. So you're, you're linking stuff up there, right. With the same content.
1: I am. I'm not as consistent on my blog as I would like to be. And I feel like that's just come with the times that like, unfortunately, um, people like more hands on, uh, where Instagram, you can so quick it's and like, watch stories. And mm-hmm. so, but my blog is the one thing I own. So I will always have it and I will always post.
0: Do you have analytics on whether you get more traffic from your content through Instagram or through Pinterest?
1: Um, I am Instagram currently on my Yeah,
0: Yeah. 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 I've noticed I feel that like too. that's probably where you There are
1: you're... some people
2: who do really great on Insta- uh, on Pinterest. I've just, I haven't figured
0: I that out yet.
2: I
1: haven't figured out. I'm like seeing, and I'm like, I need like a course on this.
0: Well, I recently heard from another blogger who used to, um, do a lot more Pinterest activity that Pinterest is prioritizing video content right now. So standard static pins are not performing as well. And so she actually, as a blogger, she gets, um, for her, most of her income, she said comes from advertising on her blog. Um, but, um, but a lot of traffic used to come from Pinterest and she's like, I've actually like stopped prioritizing that effort because it's not the ROI. So she's been putting more into Instagram and focusing just on her blog really, because that, that, that traffic with the advertising, she gets good advertising partners on her, on her blog.
2: And speaking, (laughs) I mean, speaking of video, you know, now that Instagram is kind of prioritizing reels, isn't, Reward style, doing some video material too. Yes,
1: you can. And speaking of reels, I feel like a dinosaur. Like I was like, you know what? Just when I'm starting to get things down, they go. In I know, real here. Like, I guess I'm gonna have to talk to some of my younger, cooler.
0: Kate does it Kate
2: does a, Kate does a great
0: job with her reels. I, well, not I last, have not like,
2: Halloween was like my month. I did some really great reels and then I looked back. I just looked back the other day and I was like, I haven't done a reel since hey, I'm November be 1st. calling you. For <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well anytime. Anytime. You know, now as I said, as we said before we even got on here, I'm I started with reward style like right as the pandemic started. And I got to that like I applied three times. and finally got on. And I was like, thrilled, right? And I got to that, you know, minimum number of sales, minimum number of friends, you know, but if somebody's just starting in affiliate marketing, so say they got accepted to reward style today, or, you know, yesterday, what are some actionable steps that they could start implementing in their strategy today to, you know, eventually, hopefully someday become as successful as someone like
0: you? With a caveat that maybe they don't have a large audience at this time, right? Right, So let's say they're just, I don't know, like I've got 3,000 followers. Kate's got six. Six. About 7,000. And that's awesome. And the thing is,
1: you can have 200,000, but if they don't trust you, they're not going to shop from you. So before Mm -hmm. anything else, before you worry about numbers, you need to gain trust. And that means sharing organically sharing. And as I say this, I'm actually taking notes because it's something that I need to get better at too, is showing the good and showing the ugly. If you're always showing positive, they think not everything works for you. And obviously, you know, it doesn't, but maybe you didn't share those three things that weren't really what you expected. So that's something that I too can work on. Um, But trust, you're not going to go online and go to a retailer you've never heard of and purchase a bunch of gifts from Christmas. You're going to go to someone that you've trust and used.
2: I totally, no, I totally agree. It's, mm-hmm. you're, you're totally, you're, that trust factor is there. I know this, that sometimes when I get more vulnerable on my Instagram or when other people do it, people are much more likely to engage with mm-hmm. them. If you're always showing the greatest hits,
0: mm-hmm. you're going to mm-hmm. yeah. gonna lose
2: people. It's all about, it's all about that genuine connection these mm-hmm. days. And-
0: one thing I, I actually have a, a question that's, you know, from the sort of newbie side of this, when you are getting into affiliate marketing, is it best practice or is it like a requirement? Cause I do see sometimes where, you know, you go to a blog post and it's like, oh, some of these are affiliate links. I do, you know, get a commission, blah, blah, blah. Is that oh yeah? Is that required or is that like, or is that just best practice, like best practice?
1: I think that's more just like full disclosure, like, hey, like, I'm not gonna trap you. Um, If you'd like to, you can shop and I will earn a commission. I do, you know, I think it's a good thing to remind your followers, I think, because one, I think that they're like, geez, if they like you, and they follow you, they're gonna want you. Like, Yeah, help me find this, I'm gonna make sure I shop before. And I always say that, because sometimes I find things from a blogger and I say, Hey, you know, I bought this from so-and-so she shared it. It's all about full disclosure. And well, I think, I think I've seen
0: it worded even where it's like, um, even though I earn a commission, I would never share or talk about things that I don't personally love and, and, you know, use myself. And I think that, you know, with me, when I do have, and it's usually not like, you know, wardrobe related, it's more like apps or photography equipment or things like that you know, I'm not going to just promote something that I don't love. And so for me, that's almost, it, it, it's like an easy thing to say, like, yeah, I earn a commission, but I would never talk about this in this manner if I didn't already trust it. And, exactly. love it.
2: and it comes back to that trust factor.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. No,
2: I have, I have two follow-up questions to all this stuff. Cause I'm just yeah. part of it's curiosity. <laughs> yeah. So you always have something you know, we've talked, you always have something fabulous on your kids always have something fabulous on. And while no, it doesn't all, you know, it's, it's always very attainable. You know, you, I don't think I've ever clicked on anything that I'm like, Oh, I could never afford that. It does add up. Yes. How, how many times do you shop?
1: (laughs) Okay. So actually I was doing Christmas shopping last night and, um, I, said I feel like myself, you must always be shopping, which I, I am. And I said, I think my job has taken the joy out of shopping, like Christmas shopping, because I've done so much shopping for gift guides and things I didn't really like to share that I'm now like, oh, okay. Like,
0: you're yeah. shopped out. You're pooped. Yeah.
2: Seriously. And I mean, like, and I mean I, you're always in Target and everything. I see that. Yeah. Wow. And it's funny because the people, like, I mean, especially
1: pre-pandemic, I was always at the mall. So all the people in all the stores knew me and I did a lot of in-store shopping. Um, but I, I try to every Sunday night grab a few things to mix and match my wardrobe. I kind of set up a budget through my affiliate, um, marketing to kind of re- recycle into then have new, exciting things to share.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause it's almost like, I mean, me totally new to this. It's like, you have to almost invest in these, you have to be kind of mindful of the budget, like, because I, I feel like when you're just starting starting out, it could it could almost be a loss. Right. Like if you're constantly like buying things Do to things create to content with yeah. and then it, you're not recouping that on the commission piece, it could quickly like be like, oh, is this worth it? Yeah.
1: In the first two years, I like come, to you know, the first couple of years, I kind of thought, geez, like because I wasn't doing it right and I, you know, I didn't. I don't think my marketing strategy was probably correct. And I think that I was shopping more um, than I probably needed to. And my following didn't quite, you know, match my spending. Um, but with growth, I now am able to kind of be realistic about it. And this is a business. I have to run it like a business. mm
0: mm-hmm. So when you mentioned your marketing strategy wasn't quite right, I guess I'm interested in knowing like how did you eventually realize what you needed to change or what did you change? What is mm. I know we didn't ask this you know specifically, but I guess what is um what is the strategy that you found that works for you? I know it may not work for everybody, but
1: definitely for me was kind of finding a niche like affordable fashion. I would see something I'm trying to think of an example, um, from somewhere, a sweater, one hundred twenty nine dollars. I loved it. I bought it, but that was because I saw it from someone else and my followers. That wasn't their price. Their moms. Their mm. that isn't their price like range. And that's mm. fine. And it's not mine either. Like I have kids. They're gonna most likely destroy it. So <laughs> I started to really focus on paying attention to what was getting the most clicks what was getting purchased the most. I mean, I can share holiday dresses all season, but what's going to sell are the pajamas, the leggings. And knowing that um, was a big part of it. And also for me, I used to buy things just to buy things. And I know I've never wanted to return something that I shared because I feel like it wasn't genuine. So I would buy things just to share and I never wore them. And now I'm like, people follow me because I have affordable fashion mom life I'm going to buy the things that they're buying but they're also the things I'm actually wearing
2: so do you Mm. buy every single thing that you share on your
1: um it depends so a lot of I work a lot of boutiques so they'll send me some pieces um pink lily is an example I do I do too actually this is from there so um and I'm things like that but I do I do buy a good amount of it
2: um yeah It's, it's a, and it's a lot, it's a lot to, to keep up. What do you use to keep yourself organized?
1: You want to know? I'm a good old fashioned planner.
2: I I love it. Yes.
1: Um, I'm not big into any of like the computer program spreadsheets. I write everything down on paper. I take notes on paper. It's just, for me, it's kind of a, it's the whole process. It's the writing, it's the repeating, it's the reading it, it's seeing it,
2: Yeah. that works best for me.
0: Wow. I love
2: that.
0: (laughs) One question I have, because I'm on your Instagram and it's, and it's beautiful. And from, you know, I'm a photographer, so your, your photography is great. Whatever you're doing, you're doing a fantastic job. (laughs) Um, you know, have you, have you noticed like when you were first starting out, um, that was that like a big piece of it really sort of honing in on your style and like, or do you feel like that, like, do brands care about that? Do brands really look at your Instagram and care that you know you have a very cohesive aesthetic? Um, like, is yeah. that like if someone were really like if someone were listening and were like, oh my god, but I like really like I can't take good photos. How am I going to take photos of myself? Um, you know, is that really an important piece of it?
1: I think it is as far as the brand aspect. I think as a follower, you don't really care as much, um, but I think for brands, they want to know what they're signing up for so Mm -hmm. consistency um is it you know visually appealing what is her style um because a brand's paying you to create content from them and most of the time it's because they see something in your content that they Mm -hmm. feel will resonate with their brand
2: that makes sense when you because you also do is like you don't only just like set up pictures where you're the main person in them you also do a lot of um collages with, yeah. with items what is the per like what is for those like five images five to ten images you're posting on road style how many of them are collages versus um pictures of you and because I know that for a while reward style was like getting out of the idea of collages as being like the go-to uh
1: you know for me I'm probably three two like half and half and I will say um some of my top earning posts are collages.
2: Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is it is nice to see things like, I mean, it's great to see things on people and to see how mm-hmm. they fit. But sometimes like having that collage, you know, it takes away some of the other distractions maybe in the photo yes. sometimes I feel like. So that's a, that's a really interesting thing. And we were talking before, you use Canva for those? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like... Which I can is, never use anything else.
2: Yeah. Which is, you know, depending on what you use, guys, it could be a free tool or you can pay, I think it's like a hundred and something dollars a year um, for it. And it's really is a great tool. We do a lot of our branding um, through Canva and a lot and of other bloggers. so
1: important. Like when you say that, like with affiliate marketing with anything is you want people to know when they look at something for the most part, where it came from. Yeah. Um, You know, and that's why I try to keep my pictures and my everything cohesive because I notice if I post something that's really kind of, like, off the rails from what's normal, it doesn't get as much traction. And I think that the people who follow me and support me through a quick, like, swipe through, they don't recognize it.
2: So, good point. Now, I have one last question for you. Where did Living Life Pretty come from, the name?
1: Okay. I love it. Thank you. You know, um, like I said, when I started this, it was to share beauty products. I was like Jacqueline Hill's biggest fangirl. I watched everything she did on YouTube. I just, um, I loved it. So I was thinking of a way to incorporate like makeup, beauty, beauty products. And so it's funny because when people ask, I'm like, do people think like I like, It's not, it wasn't originally about me physically living life pretty, but I love how it kind of resonates with my current brand. It's more about living your life to your prettiest potential, whether that's feeling beautiful in what you're wearing, or as far as the home that you're living in, Mm -hmm. make everything happy and suited to you. So you're feeling your best, living your best. And it just really like
2: changes your mood and just, well, it's obviously resonating with people because mm-hmm. I think you're at 75,000 followers on Instagram or somewhere in there. And I yeah. know you've got quite an impressive following on reward style. So Gretchen, this has been absolutely amazing. I am so, so ex- good. I've been so excited to talk to you and you lived <laughs> up to all my expectations. Like, I feel like a little fangirl right now.
0: <laughs> Kate's going to be on like a high all day. <laughs> I seriously am. I'm like, oh my goodness. No, it actually I'm was so really, good really Adams. good. I enjoyed it. As I, Kate mentioned, I'm like, I'm a baby when
2: it comes to it. So <laughs> well, am I, I am kidding. too. As I said, it's I mean, I get that a hundred dollars maybe every couple of months. I'm just starting out. So and I'm not gonna lie, some of it's probably me.
1: <laughs> My own little <laughs> And they've done that, yeah. Uh, no, and I'm saying that's what I mean. It's just consistency okay. is key.
2: That's what I and I, you know what, I really haven't been posting on the reward style app. I've just kind of been posting on Instagram and it's not that consistent. So Good thing they can't kick me out right now, but I think I'm going to have to (laughs) up my game in 20. Well, this is 2022. This is going to air in 2022. So hopefully by the the time this airs, I'll have more going on. So (laughs) thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Honestly, talk about coming out of my comfort zone. Um, I was a little nervous last night and I feel like, I'm on a day, I'm on a high all day now. I feel so happy I did this. This was amazing. Thank you both so much. Well, yeah, this a, has been
2: fantastic. I'll be on a high all day as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. So I'm kind of embarrassed about how much of a, a geek I was during that. Um, I feel like maybe were that kind of geeking out. Yeah, that interview maybe wasn't as organized as usual, mostly because, I mean, for one thing, um, the material is really interesting to me because she is so successful. I mean, you you heard it. She's you know she said for you know when she started out getting to that hundred dollar mark that they pay out every two weeks. If you get to it, was tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. now she's saying she's making over that every single day. Um, and obviously, she didn't like say specifically how much, but that's still quite impressive um, when you're talking about posting. You know pictures of yourself and pic- posting um collages of products and people are buying them and she's you know while commissions do vary as someone who is s- somewhat um knowledgeable unlike to know it or reward style like commissions vary um yeah. based on the product based on the brand you're using um but you know it can be a very small commission and she does do more affordable fashion so you can imagine it's not that huge commission. So you can only imagine how many people are buying from, you know, her like to know at a reward style shop every single day. So there's that, there was the actual content that I was like really interested to learn about considering I am on reward style. Um, but then it was just, you know, she's someone, she, it's, she's totally nailed her niche in terms Mm -hmm. of being that relatable mom. You know, I started following her before I was a mom just because she did have some great. pieces that she would wear um Mm -hmm. and now because i am a mom it's become even more relatable to me yeah yeah and and she does you know she does happen to live in our area so she's she's not posting bathing suit photos in the middle of december you know right posting coats
0: living in new england new england
2: with sweaters and hats and she always seems to have like the cutest hats on her and everything. And, and so it was, it was really neat to get to talk to her. And, and, you know, sometimes you say when you, when you meet kind of your idols, you're disappointed. And I totally was not disappointed.
0: Yay! No, she was awesome. I really liked that. She, um, kind of broke it down on how she, she makes, you know, it work for her, her strategy kind of focusing on the Instagram. She does do the Pinterest, but it sounds like most of her audience lives and, um, goes through any of the things she links up through reward style on on Instagram. So, yeah. um, I thought that that was really nice because someone that's new to this sort of thing, um, you know, I'm probably not going to be like linking up like outfits. I mean, maybe, maybe outfits that are comfortable to wear, uh, for a photographer, but, hey, um, but start you a know, whole new
2: agra- uh, Instagram account or just start like doing Jesse's photography wardrobe every
0: week. You know, I know, I know. Um, it was really simple, I guess more simple than I expected it to be, yeah. but then You know, the fact that she, um, you know, she also, and we've heard this before on the podcast, listen to her audience to understand where her niche should go to, Um, you know, where it started off more on the beauty world, but people would be like, yeah, that's great. But where did you find your shirt? I want to know where you found your earrings. I want to know where I found this. And she quickly learned that people were there, maybe not for the reason she expected. And she just kind of went with it. So, um, and we've heard that from other people that we've interviewed is that listening to what your audience is wanting and, and making, you know, obviously you want it to align with what you want to do. I mean, if they're saying one thing and that's really not what you want to do, you might be at a crossroads, but also if you're able to sort of build that into your niche, you can really serve them.
2: Ideally you want people following you that are following you because they like what you like, right. They like, you know, um, like I, you know, me, when I started off, my blogging, it was more like fashion and travel. And then I had Ariel and I really for not only for privacy reasons, but just because I really wasn't sure how to include her in my content in a way that was not necessarily capitalizing on her. You know, I was I was nervous. So I didn't include her, but a lot of a big piece of my life was her. And you know, I know you know when I did start to include her, all of a sudden I noticed people were engaging. More mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. was like, oh, I didn't even realize this kind of was missing as as a piece of what I was not a piece of my brand, but just as a piece of what I was doing. Yeah. Um, so I feel like a lot of times, even though you want to be one thing, sometimes the people that you end up having as your community or the people you end up interacting with, they want something that may not completely be what you originally wanted. But if you go with it, you know, and and you kind of make that that switch I mean she's as I said she's making like over a hundred dollars a day on on commissions. so this has become like her real life job and she loves it
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she loves it yeah. so yeah and I mean no, we it's, it's... all just
2: want to make money and do what we love
0: <laughs> in the most simplest form yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely, uh-huh. absolutely. Uh-huh. And ho- hopefully
2: all of you listeners are are either working towards that or have already gotten to that point um we hope that what Gretchen has said if you're if you're looking into affiliate marketing or if you already in are into affiliate marketing hopefully what she said um was helpful for you I know Mm -hmm. for me yeah as I said by the time this episode comes out I hope I'm doing a lot more on reward style than I have been over the past year and a half so yeah we'll see Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. You can follow us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. And you can follow, sorry, you can email us at Creation at gmail.com. For now, I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Reward Style or Like to Know It at
0: Fashionally Kate Co. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. And if you're a photographer looking to get into brand photography, you can follow me at The Brand Photographer Method. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.